everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Michael Huber. Resident Evil 7. Biohazard. Daniel Bloodworth. This is like the sixth shoot of the day. It's amazing. Brandon Jones. Bring on the shoots. Bring on the shoots. (laughs) The more the merrier. The final shoot of the day. This is it. It is. Feels good. All of them. You've been in every shoot today? Yes. All of them. What are you, why do you say no? Oh, you guys did one before me. Okay. We did a stream this morning. Yeah. Missed one. Uh, it's oh. been well, we a did two before you, actually. Oh. 12 hour plus day at Jones's de- apartment wow. today. Jones's garage, I mean. Uh, good day, though. I mean, the Jones Den. It's uh, 12 well spent hours. What else am I going to do? Uh, so <laughs> let us start talking about video games. Begin corrections music, please. Actually, Jones, don't. I'm sorry. Do not begin corrections music. Let's roll that die. Nice. Okay, Huber, well, that happens a lot. Sorry, I've Here never seen you roll a die well. There we go. What do Two. you got? That goes to Daniel Bloodworth. Nice. So uh, we have a. Wait, you've never seen me roll a die well. I've never seen you roll a die well. Never <laughs> is a strong word. Always goes off the table. Strong word. Always throwing it straight off the table. You know, it my, always takes a second try. It's it's like my aim in video games. It's mm-hmm. not sound. Yeah, you know? that's why he likes shotguns. He's good. Yeah. He's all or nothing. Exactly. <laughs> it is. That is. That's where the love started. Uh, Namzor sent us a new Prove It ticket made of Hawaiian wood. Thank so you, fancy. Namzor. Yep. Super Beautiful. And so Bloodworth, Says he's the allies on the back. That is a level three Prove It ticket, by the way. Okay. Oh, my. Wait, do you know about uh, Back Me Up? No. So level three, you also gain the ability to say Back Me Up. You get to say anything you want, and you can use the Prove It ticket for Back Me Up, in which case you make a statement, and then the three of us are forced to say, Oh, what? After anything you say in support. <laughs> There is a new rule, though. You cannot stack it. You may, it may only be one oh, statement. Oh, so I only got the one? Yeah, you have the one stacked. It'll never, we'll never stack those again. So only we, one person can back you up. You can't get like the, the, the panel to no, do no, it. No, no, no. Do you remember what you did? You said three different things at once, and then you right. said back me up on this. Right. You can, you just can't, you can only say one So you one get multiple thing. people oh, okay. to back you up on yes. one thing. Got exactly, got it, got it, got it, got it. Exactly, yep. Begin corrections music, please. So uh, Tekken 7's vampire name is pronounced Eliza. Uh, Fire Emblem Awakening did have dual audio. Interesting fact, Fire Emblem Fates did not have dual audio because one of the characters was a singer and part of an infamous Japanese music group, probably famous, Japanese music group that heavily overcharges on overseas distribution. Mm. Oh, so infamous applies there, actually. Uh, Freddy was only in Mortal Kombat 9 and does not appear in X. PSVR move controllers do rumble. Darkseid was made by Jack Kirby. Thanos was made later by Jim Starlin, who admitted he was influenced by Darkseid. Awesome. In the Fire Emblem Direct, the reason... This is just another fun fact, actually. The reason why the announcer wanted Lan Ku so badly was because in the original Japanese Direct, the announcer was the VA for Lan Ku, so he wanted his own character. In the U.S., for some reason, it just looks like Yuri Lowenthal loves <laughs> Lan Ku. So we I actually <laughs> thought that was the reason, but I didn't yeah. realize... It was the, the Japanese... Not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and only the cutscenes will have voice acting in Breath of the Wild and Corrections Music, please. Okay. Yeah. Good knowledge there. Only yeah. the cutscenes. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely like, hey! Yeah. I, you know, I've heard that. But it's weird. So up to characters that do yeah, talk text. will not talk in cutscenes. It'll only be like, okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wait, no, the other way around. They'll talk in cutscenes, but when you walk up to them, they'll be... Right, correct, sorry. Yeah. 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 But it's not like some narrator is going to come in in cutscenes. You will see characters talking cutscenes that will then just randomly become mute in in other parts of the game. Not randomly. Well, they're not mute. They're talking to you. Yeah. Use your imagination, Jones. Yeah. Fill it in with your your brain. 
I have Whoa. I have a pretty hefty imagination, and that's always been a stretch for me. Again. I think GTA Five has spoiled you. I always like oh, oh, whenever like a character is just like, and I'm like, you just talked two seconds ago, and then thirty seconds later, like, oh, they're talking again. I'm like, ah, one or the other. Don't look at me both. Oh, that's you're spoiled. Me. Yeah, you got Witcher goggles. I do. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, I think that's true for a lot of games. Wow, the, there's something right. about no voice though that's like it's magical to me. You know, mm-hmm. like when I heard there was voice acting at all in Zelda, I was like, yeah, oh. I was a little bummed. Just stick to it. You know, do yeah. one or the oh, other. There's so many people have been clamoring for voice acting for so long. I don't think Nintendo could have ignored them anymore. I like it's that. Weird. I like that it's both. though. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. eager. It is going to be the most demanding, uh, the most high stakes voice acting uh, in any Nintendo game. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah, uh, maybe like Metroid Other M you could compare it to, but any other game, Nintendo game with voice yeah, acting, well. has never had to live up to this. And so that's yeah, it's gonna be crazy because nobody in Nintendo has directing experience for voice actors in, at that level, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy. You know, they have hey Fox, good luck. You yeah. know, they have like that. <laughs> yeah, but they don't have oh, uh, give me a motion, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's gonna be hey, pretty Bowser. interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, oh, Junior. Junior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's your mom. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, they got this whole new. Yeah, it's crazy. I wonder how that's even handled. Uh, that's a whole thing. Let's start talking about. Oh my goodness! Really interesting video game news. Y'all know I love game announcements. But blah 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 blah. We're so fortunate to always start every week with game announcements. So far, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, I never saw this coming, and this is interesting because last week we talked about. Uh, Warner Brothers working on a Marvel game. That made no sense. Oh, Disney game. Disney game Warner right. Brothers working on a Disney game. They're working on Cars 3. And then, uh, shortly after we sh- shot and recorded our podcast, of course, uh, Marvel and Square Enix announced that Square Enix is making Marvel games. The first of which will be Avengers. It'll be a game based off the Avengers. Hey, this is not just a lo- like a little cheap game. Yeah. The well, studio behind this, we'll see. <laughs> Crystal Dynamics, is going to be working on this in conjunction with Idos Montreal. Crystal Dynamics uh, Tomb Raider team, uh, Idos Montreal, the Deus Ex team. Uh, let me pull a little quote from their um, press release before we start discussing this completely. Featuring, oh, so the Avengers game uh, will be featuring a completely original story. It will introduce a universe gamers can play in for years to come. More details on the Avengers project and other games will be announced in 2018. So that they just announced it now. We're not going to hear again for the rest of the year about this weird Square Enix Marvel deal. Yeah. Well, there goes my For years theory. to come. My immediate gut theory was yeah. that it was going to be like uh, X-Men Legends and Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. Like isometric style like that. Just you know, a cheap game. Get it done. You know what my gut tells me? But whoa. What is your gut Smite. Done? It's gonna be a MOBA. It's not gonna be a MOBA, it's Jones. MOBA. It's, gonna be, it's MOBA... gonna be a, it's gonna be a multiplayer focused like good guys versus bad guys that they can play for years to come. What do they mean by that? Is it an MMO? MMO? Like what? Like, Unless hmm. it's like uh, Destiny is what I'm thinking. Okay, I'm thinking you don't hire Crystal Dynamics to make a MOBA. Right. So yeah, so uh, 
so kind of more in the line of, of what he was saying, but like they'll add more dungeons and, and stuff like that. Maybe it'll have a versus component you to it. You build your own dungeons. Or, yeah, maybe. or, or Square be, Enix wants their own like Marvel Cinematic like, Universe. Like I want another Marvel Ultimate Alliance like I can't even tell yeah. you, man. I would yeah. I would gobble that up <laughs> instantaneously. I feel like it could be... But sounds too good to be true. More along the lines of like they did with Hitman to where they do episodic. Sure. That could make more sense for the years to come thing where it's like we're gonna we're gonna build a really robust engine. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put out episodes so that the you know, you get a little hit every month or a couple of months, something like that. And I think episodes is great, Blood, because it does start off with talk, saying we wanna tell stories. So there's gonna be unique stories that you haven't seen in the comic books and you haven't seen in the movies. We're doing our own thing here, telling stories, and that's why I think episodes might be relevant. Of course we're just guessing at this point. I'm shocked that Square Enix makes this announcement. I'm I'm shocked that Square Enix is like, yeah, we're doing Marvel games now. Uh, that's crazy to me. And, and that team, uh, it was weird when we saw the leak for Shadow of the Tomb Raider mm-hmm. on on some train on some subway. Yeah, uh, being worked on by IDOS because Crystal Dynamics had been doing it, and so Crystal Dynamics is like, yeah, we're going we're working on Avengers now. What? Right. I'm surprised. From the Square Enix side, I'm not surprised from the Disney side. What do you mean by that? I mean, they basically said that between Star Wars and closing Disney Infinity. They're like, oh yeah, this is how we're going to do video games. So like, we're going to find other publishers that will take on all of the responsibility and stuff like that. And we're going to license it out to world-class talent kind yeah. of thing. So I want to bring those two up. Uh, well, in conjunction, in addition to uh, Cars 3, uh, Spider-Man by Insomniac going to PS4 exclusively. Uh, And then Marvel vs. Capcom 4 happened this year. It was announced last year, actually, against all odds. And it's it's just like suddenly Marvel's cool about video games again, which is fascinating to me. Because the trend of years past, of the years, it was just like, hey, we're yeah, we're doing like a mobile game. It's a mobile fighting game. You'll like this, right? And nobody liked it. The 2D one is the one I'm referring to. Uh, the one v one puzzle quest uh, that's pretty popular in the Marvel and that, like some of the stuff works, yeah. some of the stuff totally worked. So it's just crazy to see, like Blood said, they made that announcement, but it's crazy to see them execute on that. To yeah. me, to make a partnership like this says we're serious about making good video games with our licenses. Excellent. Weird to see like a partnership trailer though. Yeah, there's nothing you could glean from this trailer as far as like what the heck the game is on. It's like, that's oh, a- Captain America Shield. Whoa. I guess you know? tone. I guess tone you could ex- like extract from it. Feels like the movies. Feels like the cinematic universe. Yeah. You know, like. But that's why I don't feel like this would be like a an MMO or MOBA because it's like that's not these teams' strengths. Yeah. Like these teams make big, detailed, like worlds to explore. So I I can't see them doing something like completely different and multiplayer focused. It would just be a little weird. Like the stuff that they've done that's multiplayer from either team. Like, I don't care. It's not a, a, not a lot of, like, multiple character thing. games, though. Like, Crystal Dynamics and right. Montreal. Not known for games where you're picking, like, who do I want to be? Wolverine or Spider-Man? Or yeah. It's always, like, this one character very focused on them. They, but maybe they, if it's episodic, the whole story, yeah. it could be that. It could, you could have every, like, every episode a different character. And a spider, or maybe not, probably not Spider-Man. But, like, yeah, each of the Avengers has, like, their own episode. Sure. Huber. What is your impression? What are your dreams of this announcement? My dreams are that it's Batman Arkham, but Avengers. <laughs> sure. Let's go. Like, if, yeah. if we're really Let's raising real. the bar, if we're getting nuts, yeah. like, 
I'm trying to keep my expectations in check. That's why I immediately was like, oh, it'd be cool if it was like Marvel Ultimate Alliance, yeah. you know, something along those lines, because that's like not that ambitious. It's feasible. It's feasible, yeah. 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 But if we're thinking like Witcher or Horizon or Arkham Knight size. I don't think though so much as <laughs> something that's like... Like Hit- Hitman size? Like Deus Ex plus Tomb Raider kind mm-hmm. of structure, you know, where like... Mm-hmm. You have these worlds where, like, you gain abilities or, like, you use abilities to traverse. Uh, Jones brings up a good point just about multiple characters, though, too. It's... Think about how different the Avengers are. I mean, that that's like you're going to have to make five different games. Because for me to have fun running around as Hulk, I'm going to be able to... I'm gonna, need to be able to destroy an entire city or right. level an entire place and have feel that strong mm-hmm. and if I'm Iron Man I'm gonna you wanna, wanna fly. I wanna fly around and sure. take people off from a distance. Like trying to nail all those heroes, that mm-hmm. seems like it's a task. Yeah, that's a task right there. <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting that you feel uh, you, you brought up Destiny because it does feel like that that huge investment that they're it's it's almost kind of like that trailer is a benchmark for the hype level of these developers that they're like, this is a serious thing. We want these games to be really good. Because that's like that's the thing that like irks me a little bit. It's just like Disney's planning this new thing where they're going to go out to developers and have them do their properties, and it's like AKA their business for twenty years. Like that's yeah. what they did. Yeah, that's not new at all. And Very, those games sucked. Oh. <laughs> like that's why Infinity was a breath of fresh air because all of the all the properties that that Disney owned that were, were produced in video game form were all terrible. Like oh, they sure, were all sure. you know well, like, it, it, like was, Konami, it was so like rare that somebody would swoop in and actually make an amazing Spider Man game or like you know a movie title or something. It was like Chicken Little the game was not like oh my god you know so so this seems just like huge buy-in huge pressure mm-hmm. make this big don't make this don't make this set in a bad trend for the rest because yeah like spider-man's coming out from insomniac book we haven't really seen any of these games yet like battlefront which came out before you know interactive closed was kind of like the first the glimpse of kind of like this new era of yeah mm-hmm. at first i was kind of disney games at first i was kind of disappointed it's like oh we have so much marvel but we don't have so many great superhero video games. So, you know, if this works out and it turns out to be a great game, then I'm I'm all for it cuz, you know, superhero games they're, when they're when they're good, they're, there's nothing like it. Sure. Uh there is a lot more to talk about with this story though. Mm-hmm. Earlier this week, Eurogamer publishes a report. Uh so we have to officially determine uh classify this as a rumor. Uh that the other game, the next game of the Square Enix deal is Guardians of the Galaxy. Going to be based off Guardians of the Galaxy. Jones, do you want to bet on the lineup? Okay. No, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> looks like I'm losing that You've one. You've learned. Yeah. Uh, that's Idos Montreal would be working on that game. And Deus Ex, never again. Maybe not never again, but on hiatus. It's, it's on hold, yeah. No, we're all upset about Marvel. Now we, yeah, now, <laughs> now we're we can be upset. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, there's a lot, there's so much to dig through even in that. So there's just so much to like think about there that, I mean, <laughs> Mankind Divided just came out. Yeah. Yeah. What do we, God, where do we start with this thing? So let's talk about Mankind Divided, I guess. Let's talk about where Deus Ex is right now, because I think coming in, let's say a year ago, it seemed like Square Enix had huge plans for Deus Ex. You know, Deus Ex Universe. Huge. Yeah. Get into it. Get huge. into the lore. We got a meta narrative. You got to follow all these things. You got to get all these games. It was ready to last years. Yeah. Uh, now on hiatus so we can make more Marvel games. And it was very clear 
from that and from the way that Mankind Divided was sort of structured that it was not meant to be just like there and then left alone. Like it's not really that much of a stand. I mean, it, it does have its own story arc that wraps up, but it pushes so much towards what's going to happen next and like getting you ready for what's going to happen next. Mm -hmm. And from some of the stuff in the report, it sounds like, um, it sounds like in a way what happened with like Mankind Divided sort of got too big and so they decided to kind of split it into two games save stuff for a sequel right yeah and now oh well we got this big marvel deal and mankind divided didn't really blow up sales so yeah put that on the back burner for possibly good right don't say that it's not for good but like when deus ex comes back it'll probably not be adam jensen you know it'll probably be i mean it yeah it could go either way but chances are that like the stuff that they've already worked on aside from maybe story details like it'll probably get scrapped for a new engine and everything yeah yeah here i want to stick on deus ex before we move on um what do you think went wrong some bad press with uh breach there was a whole big uh thing about that what is that um that's the multiplayer mode it's the multiplayer mode jimquisition jimquisition did a huge thing about breach and he had talked to sources about the development of oh that was tacked on like last minute right yeah was that the thing yeah that it was tacked on that they wanted to add a multiplayer mode from Um, above square enix said we want multiplayer in that yes okay from sources we well the first before that though was the pre-order, the augment your pre-order, and I don't yeah. remember, what was the details? Oh my god, Do you the details augment your that? pre-order. Augment your pre-order. There you was like get... a saying, if they got enough pre-orders, then it would unlock it would more unlock stuff. things. Unlock a mission or a Yeah, skin. I don't remember. Those are GT yeah. times. That's a GT time where we talk about augmenting yeah. your pre-order. I don't remember all the details behind it, but I remember it was huge backlash. And they, so they dropped it. Yeah. They said, okay, and then you can actually, you can you don't have to choose, we'll just give you those things. But they the thing were, they is, were very is apologetic. they had already done the damage where people are like yeah. forget that i'm not going to pre-order this game and mm-hmm. so i think that it's very likely that breach was a reaction to oh we're not getting enough pre-orders we got to get more stuff into the game to like get people excited about the game um and it's not really it's not exactly multiplayer it's like a challenge yeah, room yeah, thing yeah. that like yeah. com- you know like there's times that you compete against a leaderboard and stuff can i buy packs for breach you can buy all kinds of weird crap for Breach. Oh. I'm interested to see how well sales-wise Dishonored 2 came out. Because I feel like... I've heard that it's not doing too well yeah, either. Yeah, it's, it's so depressing! <laughs> because these games, you know, they're in a similar they were in a similar spot before release. Dishonored 2 coming off 1, mm-hmm. Mankind Divided coming off Human Revolution. Yeah. These immersive sims. <laughs> I'll tell you for day sex, Huber... <laughs> You cannot use the word sim for Dishonored. Yeah, you can. No. Harvey Smith, he would so, call it an immersive here's the sim. Thing. No, I, as, he's, absolutely as he's darting across rooftops and turning into rats, he's like, this is a sim. You can play it any way you want. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I don't know, man. There, I don't know, there, man. I never heard of this weirdo <laughs> genre. Gold 007's a spy sim, man. <laughs> I never heard of this weirdo genre before Huber, but yeah. like, it is not just a Huber thing. Apparently, like, even though these things have almost no nothing I would consider a sim, somehow immersive sim is... All right. A way to describe what own, these games are. And, and, and whatever. Call it what you want. I yeah. like being able to, to kind of quantify it and put it in its own category because I do with those games. They're different than other games on the market. Mm-hmm. So I, I put them in that, that category. Whatever. D- beside the point. Yes. Um, 
They're both games that mix a lot of stealth and RPG elements and do things the way that you want mm -hmm. to do and play with the tools that you have rather than this is the exact solution. And yes. it's it's I don't know why they don't sell well. It's it's sad. They're they are games that do require a lot of patience that are maybe slower that are have kind of a weird steep learning curve in the beginning there's a lot of systems with it there's a lot of buttons and and different moves and all that and and i don't know it's so weird here where i think it's so much about timing mm -hmm. uh human revolution was just a perfect time yeah for that game i love human revolution i was mm -hmm. so into that game at yeah. that time uh, didn't even pick up Mankind Divided because I'm just a scumbag. Uh, but it's Mankind Divided wasn't too crowded of a space. I think right? it was August again, wasn't it? Yeah. Shooters, man. I mean, I mean, I know Mankind Divided is not a shooter, but it's still first person weapon based. Sure. You know, and it's just like so many options from like which, August to, to to November in 2016. Oh, which depresses the hell out of me even more, Jones. Because it's I, like yeah. I wouldn't compare it to a Titanfall or a Battlefield no, or yeah. Call of Duty. Oh no, I, I don't think it's like yeah. I don't think you're trading one thing after the other. But like, if you buy Battlefield and you're yeah. like, I, I go home from work and I'm I'm set. You know, like yeah. this game is so good. Yeah. You know, then yeah, I'm, not, I'm very less likely to kind of step outside of my favorite genre. And, and definitely way more the case for Dishonored 2, which I think had better reviews than Mankind Divided, but mm -hmm. at a way worse time. PC gamers. Goaty. Yeah. Dishonored 2. Mm -hmm. And Which is Man didn't it run really bad on PC? At first at least. Uh um, Mankind Divided, not even nominated. Wow. Like in the top twenty Jeez. on PC sure. Gamer. Which not, yeah, not even nominated by Easy Allies. It came in Somebody in our yeah, somebody hurt. in our community comments was like, Love and respect, but what the hell, guys? Yeah, sure. <laughs> that hurt. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, what else happened? so there was also the dumb uh Square Enix forced in being able to buy experience points that made a lot of people mad when they heard that news. Oh yeah. We're like Praxis kits. Praxis kits. And they're only you know, like they're like there's the thing that you pop and it's gone. Like that's it. Yeah. I think that was the one added last minute, now that I think re yeah, was, remember that reporting. I'm uh, sure the breach had to be added last minute. And like minute they did too. they didn't like but like for that kind of thing it's so hard to balance for. Just like what you want people to buy experience? Like, yeah, just do it. It's like ah, we designed a game. We have yeah. game design in here. Like, oh, don't worry about it. Uh, just, just speaking, like, yeah. uh, just devil's advocate too. Like, sure. one thing, one thing that um, turned me off a little bit from uh, Mankind Divided was it definitely like the first game really seemed like you know the augmented humans the you know are so dependent on body parts and uh, the, the they need the medicine and so the, their their parts are failing they're living in the streets yeah. you know it's like society is collapsing because there's so much demand for all of this stuff. And then Mankind Divided starts, and I see the first trailer, and it's like, that thing I wanted to do in, in Human Revolution, I didn't do it, so I gotta go back. And it's like, that to me is a tough sell for a sequel, you know, to that's like, like, Human Revolution, more, you know, as opposed to like, this game is crazy, like, we're going in a really weird direction now. If you played Human Revolution, this is nothing like that. It's like, this is very much like Human Revolution, just better. Just more weapons, looks better, new gen. Um, you know, like uh, you actually were saying that uh, there were less environments. The environments were a little more more centralized. It's more about going back to places and yeah, revisiting right. them and having them be different. Time of day was a big change. Yeah. Um, just it didn't shake it up uh, enough. For no, me. Jones, I love that argument. I think a lot of games were in that having that problem. Titanfall, Dishonored, like. And I think that's a, kind a little of like bit a, more of the good stuff, but not enough to like. I would say Titanfall does a great job to differentiate itself. Yeah. Simply, absolutely. it has a campaign. Sure. That, uh, and they, yeah, they sold that for sure. And with. Uh, and I think that's, that's completely valid. With Mankind Divided, it's like, hey, what do I have to grab onto? What are you about? What is this game about? Right. And it was I, the I whole, totally right about the, that. What do they call it? The something apartheid? Mechanical apartheid. Mechanical apartheid, yeah. 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 And so, yeah, it's just like this 
yeah, like now people with dogs are like, you know, separated. There's checkpoints for people and, and, and ghettos and all of this stuff. And so it was definitely more extreme, but they did play on like some very similar themes in marketing. And I think yeah. that may be part of it. Is it like, again, like this is a game that was probably marketed too long considering the delays mm-hmm. to where they didn't have enough to like keep that train rolling for yeah. so long without showing too much. It was like, I remember the purity first trailer that came out for yeah. uh, for human revolution. It was so interesting. Like yes. these actors like portraying this world. Yeah. And then they made like the exact same trailer again. I mean, it was like, mm-hmm. you know, different, different characters, different story. But again, it just, it just seemed like we were kind of going through the motions again that we had gone through with human revolution. Something you can't really keep track of. This is me just kind of spitball on this. Okay. But, I think it really helps, too, when your game has an extremely memorable sequence or moment. And I think of Dishonored 1, Lady Boyle's Party, mm-hmm. or Dishonored 2, the time mechanic. Titanfall 2 also had kind of this time mechanic that a lot of people kept talking about after these Dude, games. Dude, you gotta try that mission. Gotta, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Mi- They mm-hmm. kept talking about those and, like... Deus Ex, one of my favorite franchises, when that game ended, there was nothing I went back to and I was like, that moment or like mm-hmm. that sequence. It kind of all just blended. Like there were there was a couple really cool side mission about like a murder mystery, but like nothing that really blew oh, me yeah, away. All the side missions were so yeah. good in that game. But like nothing that like raised the bar. You've never done anything like this before. Yes. Yeah, yeah all right. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think that hurts it too because then the fans that are immediately playing it when it comes out yeah. aren't still talking about it. Sure. And I think that maybe contributes. And so like the broader discussion I want to have about this is I think it's so crazy that Square Enix a video game publisher. Like last week we talked about Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, right? Uh, a studio essentially built to promote other Warner Brothers enterprises through video games. And then they're doing a Disney game. Makes no sense. Here we have Square Enix who uh, publishes their own video games, uh, makes a lot of money, like bought uh, Hitman, bought Tomb Raider, bought... Uh, shoot. Sorry? Deus Ex. Deus Ex. Yeah. I think another one too, right? Whatever. Uh, Basically everything Idos. So yeah. is it Thief as well then? Thief. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, bought those games and said like, okay, we want these IP. We want, it, we want these properties. And then so for Square Enix to say, you know what? We looked at the numbers. We're going to make more money making Marvel games. Well, that's, that's crazy. I think that's really what it comes down to though. <laughs> yeah. Because I think even if Mankind Divided, you know, had the sales that it has that if this deal wasn't in the works, they probably would have, you know, evaluated and, and made some changes or whatever, but it's probably still gone forward with it. Yeah. But now that's like Disney's like, hey, we want you guys to make games like that with uh, Avengers. And you're like, this is guaranteed money. Guaranteed. I have it's a, such an easy sell. I have a theory the royalty is not that much. That's what I have to assume. And, and I'm sure Disney's going to help, you yeah. know, with advertising yeah. and getting the word and that's out. The thing. Right. You, like, that's, like, you don't you, have to spend as you much You go to any of their theme parks and it's all it's advertised, you know. It's mm-hmm. like there's no like Dave's Sex store. And that's what's crazy to. to me, Jones. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, it actually makes more sense to use someone. Even a huge publisher like Square Enix is making more money using someone else's IP than their own. They can't sell the lunch boxes, they can't sell the t-shirts. I still don't know how to get away with the weirdness of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, well, who knows how those contracts are signed? Yeah, right. It's like, but uh, Go Kingdom Hearts is so weird. And but thanks on for Disney. Thanks for drawing that an analogy, though. I didn't even like or that comparison, though, because I didn't even like think about that. Yeah, they clearly already know each other, Square Enix and Disney. So I guess it wasn't that hard to get even like that discussion going. I wonder who called who. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder who was more open to this. 
uh, from the two I know parties. Kingdom Hearts, right? They were on like an elevator. Is that Kingdom Hearts? Uh, the, that's, I, the yeah, that's the story. That's the story. I put that in the Final Fantasy that. retro. No, uh, I was. I've been told many times by people. They're like, that didn't happen. They're like, it was a meeting, but they didn't physically get in an elevator together. Because yeah. the, the 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 Cinderella story is like, boom, like, oh hi, and then like by the time like they get off on the floor, like, let's do it. And mm-hmm. Like that didn't. Happen. So my <laughs> assumption is, uh, Disney said, hey, we're open for business, and every publisher was talking to them. Yeah, that's my. That's what my theory is. Insomniac said, let us do a Spider-Man game. And they're like, yeah, you're good. We'll let you do it. Yeah. You know Kojima. what I mean? Kojima. Kojima probably had a meeting, though. Doctor Strange game from Kojima? Like, yeah. Oh, Jones. Come on, man. Nice. Uh, yeah. I, maybe it's like a Hollywood mentality, but I assume those meetings happen all the time. I, I do. Even if well, they leave nothing. Yeah, but that's what that, cracks me up. Is yeah. that we're, we're, we've just witnessed a trailer for that meeting. You know, it's like that's what they. Yeah. It's a, oh, it's a sure. meeting trailer. Yeah. It's not a trailer for a game. Yeah, we'll have a trailer. I'll that's call tra- my CG guys. That's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Some guys who literally is modeling Captain America's shield in yeah. this like shot, like going over it, being like, I have no idea what this game's gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get them to do some broken glasses. It'll be good. Yeah, Jones, you're 100 percent right. It's a meeting trailer. Uh, yeah, really I just funny. it's a weird spot to be, and I'm excited about it. I mean, like Huber said, hey, video game superhero video games got to be fun but uh it's strange to me i guess you know that I, yeah I, a, new, a, a new good one you know there, there's yeah. some good ones out there i like to i like that square square next is putting their money where their mouth is you know like that they're putting themselves in a position where they're like get hyped for this it's like okay <laughs> you know like you, this is an interesting position that you're in now that like you have to prove that this game is good it's gonna be hard to just like release a mediocre you know superhero game and then just like it's kind of like waltz out of the room like wait no you had yeah. a trailer for this like six months before we even found out what the plot was or what the characters Remember, were going to be like, you, but you know, <laughs> here's, here's the and this is a sad comparison but they basically did the same thing with X-Men Destiny Remember like No remind me how the rollout for X-Men Destiny it was happened. It was basically this it's like Silicon Knights is going to make an X-Men RPG <laughs> And it was like, well, that sounds awesome. Yeah. 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 We knew nothing. And then it comes out as a piece of garbage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, when Telltale announced they had a Marvel game, it was just Telltale. Marvel. Look for it soon. And then we didn't find out it was Guardians of the Galaxy until late last year. Yeah. Kind of same thing. Uh, meeting announcements. Because, again, like, coming straight off of Infinity being canceled, and now they're like, get ready for the Marvel game. You're going to play for years. Mm-hmm. It's like... I probably won't. Yeah. You know? Well, Jones, I really think it's... I, balls. Like, God. I really think they're saying that... We're super invested in this. Like, I didn't even okay. actually... I didn't think about this until this conversation. For 400 days. It's kind of how I want to wrap it up is... Uh, do you think when this game comes out, this Avengers game comes out, it will have its own dis- distinct look and vibe that makes it very clearly the Square Enix version of Avengers? That's sure. my question. That's a, that's a very accurate question. I will... Yeah. I'll jump on that train. Do you think so? That it will be distinct, yeah. But, I mean, going by the cinematic universe and the shows and them all having to adhere to the same look concerns me. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I'm, I'm. But they talk like this would be a different universe. Right. And I think that... So I feel like they could do their whole total own take on all the character designs and everything. And that, that's what but makes me think that maybe... The, even the meeting trailer. It's like, dude, this is Age of Ultron shot here. Yeah. Right. The teaser of Well, but that's all, they, like, that's all they have. Yeah. You yeah. know, like there's no concept, anything that they're willing to show. Mm-hmm. So it has to be super generic and just get people excited. Like we never talked about this ever, I think. Uh, Spider-Man's costume in the Spider-Man game from Insomniac is unlike any other... Spider-Man costume mm-hmm. you've ever seen. 
And I think they've said this isn't anything. Yeah. Like, this is our own Spider-Man. This yeah. is our own our own take on all the villains and everything. And like, I think that might be a good hint. And so when I thought of, you know, poor Square Enix, I was thinking like, oh, they can't make any money off these properties. Maybe they are. Maybe they are making their own unique versions of those characters. So when you buy an action figure of Square Enix Iron Man, uh, you know, they get some of that back or something like that. They, they want to make their own imprints on these characters is maybe my thoughts. Tetsuya Nomura designs the Did Avengers. Did you see the Pokemon? <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Those are amazing. I'd play that game. Yeah. I'd absolutely play that yeah. game. Go for it. Nomura. I would be, yeah, I'd be much more into that. You know what I would love is like, like what if, you know, the world ended or something and it's like, like one of those characters goes back in time or goes into another dimension to try to solve it and they show up and they're like, whoa, like some characters are dead and gone. Other characters are like, you know, like it maybe like swap out one character and make Black Panther like totally different dude. And then, you like, don't need time travel to do that. Just wake up there, right? But I'm just I'm just saying like 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 shake it up in the beginning so that you know right away like oh that's why this is a different universe. Yeah, and not just like oh because you know Captain America is a little more red than blue now. And actually, I mean, it all kind of ties together. It's like when we're talking about Deus Ex. It's like give us something to be excited about. Say that's oh this is different because right. this and like I think that ties in because we as Huber was saying. We got a lot of Marvel stuff right now. A lot of Marvel. E3. A lot of Marvel. What? Sorry. E three. Then will probably be the big coming out party for. Uh... No, they said twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. No, E3 but I mean the, the trailer. Oh. Like, we'll find out what the what oh, this yeah. is going to be. Like what the maybe what the genre is. Yeah, we still have that whole uh, Telltale uh, Guardians Wait. of the Galaxy thing first. Wait, they right? said Waiting it's on that trailer. Coming out in twenty eighteen, or we're not more news. Hear... More news in twenty eighteen. More news. In... Yeah. yeah. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh huh. <laughs> That's Jones. That like trailer for a trailer a year that later. That leads me to yeah. believe wow. it has to be Arkham levels, right? They're like, they yeah. they're starting development net right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like Jones, like when this, you said like that was a, a trailer for a meeting, you're a hundred percent accurate. I wonder how long yeah. it took to make that trailer. I wonder if they like had that. Like I wonder if that was like B roll just lying around somewhere at Some Disney, assets, and they were like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, use the yeah that promo we were gonna do that we didn't do, or it completely that possible. DVD sale thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll call that a video. <laughs> Y'all hear that? Mm. Oh. oh, it sounds like it's podcast hot time! The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of February, Ooh. which we are not technically in right now, but <laughs> it's coming. Michael Kozachenko, who you can find, as always, at Mishako's. Mango. Neobites! Find them at youtube.com slash neobites. Fun channel, good people. Steve Lichman. Life's tough when you're a lich, and Steve is no different. Join Steven and his monster friends for their everyday lives down in the dungeon, battling handsome heroes, muscular magicians, and deep depression. Books one and two are available for pre-order for a limited time only. Check out the 90-page preview free at stevelichman.com. iKeyless. Need a new car key or remote? iKeyless.com has been in the key replacement business since 2002. Check them out today, and they can help save you up to 75% off of the dealership's prices. If you type in offer code EZA at checkout, you'll get 15% off of your order. SCORN, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Sweet Justice, a sound design company based in England that's worked on Battlefield, Mirror's Edge, and Call of Duty. You can see and hear their work at www.sweetjustice.audio. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Some good sounding sponsors. Old and new. Yeah. And I just want to say thank you especially to Neobytes. I don't have their blurb yet. 
They did, they, they have not written something for us specifically. Mm. So to that say. was just you off the dome. It's just I just wrote down that they're a uh, yeah, bunch of bunch of nice people over at Neobytes. Very silly group <laughs> group of guys for you know similar to us, just making fun videos. Nice. On the web, what if and they're, the and they're wonderful. they send you is like, please don't call us silly. We are very serious. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> well, they're wonderful too because I love they like reach out to us and they're like, yeah. we're another just another channel. Is that cool? Oh like, yeah, your channel, we're a channel. Can you promote us? It's like yes, of course. We'll promote any channel. Well, I mean, well, <laughs> you, know, you go watch a video or two. But I went and the, the first video that came up after ten seconds, I'm like, I love these guys. So. Yeah, Neobytes, go check them out. Cool. Uh, and I was like, oh, please, Scorn, please, Scorn, still be here, Scorn. <laughs> when those somber tapestries leave us, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> uh, okay, we have more game announcements to talk about. Uh, I, I took the whole first half of the podcast just talking about wow. that Marvel stuff because it excites me. It's too, it's You love Marvel movies. And I, I love, like, unique video game news, news that's a sign of the industry changing. Like, that is unusual. Just so it's clear, like, that is crazy. That is a, that's a shift in the way that things are working. To me, it's a shift away from mobile only. Can I bring up? Can I bring up one last point? Yeah, you said that's interesting. Um, uh, I don't know if this is like silly, and like two years from now, I'll look back on this comment and be like, I don't know what the hell I was talking about. Uh-huh. But it feels like we're hitting that the, the crest of the cinematic universe. That like we have Avengers one and two, and then we're done. Like the, I'm assuming that's it. That like that's Robert Downey Jr. is like I'm out. Disney <laughs> you know, knows like, that. Yeah. I made ten of these. I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, know and that. so like you, like we introduced Black Panther. We're getting Black Panther. We're getting another Thor movie, right? Yeah. Like so we're getting like couple more entries in each of these franchises and then they're gonna have to do something it's gonna be interesting yeah. to see like what the marvel cinematic universe is like in one or two years so i wonder if this is kind of the beginning of this new wave where they're like you can reference the films but we really want it to be its own thing because we want this game to be around in two three years yeah whereas yeah. these films might not be we might not be getting netflix marvel shows in two years and you know that's great yeah and i actually like when i see guardians of the galaxy again I think that's really interesting. I think Disney is actively working to make them not obscure anymore so that our kids think of Guardians of the Galaxy the same way they think of Spider-Man. I think they will be that popular by then. I think it's pretty cool. They're putting in the work. But let's talk about some other game announcements. <laughs> My favorite way to start a podcast. Uh, Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire uh, was announced by Obsidian Entertainment uh, as a... Um, Fundraising, uh, uh, group funded. What is crowdfunding is the word I'm searching for? I've been doing okay so far, finding my words eventually. It's a thing. Uh, used fig this time. Uh, okay. has at when I wrote down the stuff, it was at 1.8 million in a matter of days. It's obviously more than that now. Wow. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. They wanted 1.5. I, mean, I know 8. that's a just great bah, game, bah, but that's bah. amazing. Yeah. It's really, really cool the support, uh, that that game sees. It's exciting. It's cool that they're using Fig. Figs is again is the one where you can invest in the game, so you can see some return on your money if you're mm-hmm. being serious, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, you have to give like a certain level for that to be applied, absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah, there's like lots of qualifiers you have to do to be an investor. Look into it. Uh, don't just like say oh, I'll give them five bucks and get ten back. I don't think it works that easily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, that was cool. That was a uh, cool game announcement. Very, Very exciting. Cool announcement. Yeah. It, it it Pillars of Eternity 2 is good for video games. Well said, Huber. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, that is a world that I want to live in. Mm-hmm. One where we get Pillars of Eternity 2. Yeah. Right. Well, and, I mean, going back, I mean, that's kind of, you know, if, if, if something like Deus Ex is, like, too big and too deep or whatever, like, for the major mass audience... Mm-hmm. Then it's kind of like you know it, it, it's up to these developers that are going to go and, and crowdfund things yeah. to like get these experiences made. And I Absolutely. think Pillars of Eternity is a good example of something that like publisher might 
not be so sure of, but if you bring in the money ahead of time, then it's it's done. It's not unlike Easy Allies. Hey, right. we don't have a broad audience. Yeah. <laughs> but they're established. We know who they are. Yeah. You know, I think that's uh-huh. like, you know, we see, you know, big uh, uh, publishers, developers really focused and like hungry for those pre-orders because they're like, we want to know where our people are. Mm-hmm. We want to know how many people are actually going to line up and do this. Yeah. And so when you have a project, they're like right from the get-go. We're like, there they are. Here, here's our audience right here. This is everybody that's going to buy our game. We're set. Let's go make it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, good feeling. Such a solid track record. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's like. On a roll. I would say Obsidian's on a roll right Yeah. And, and the thing is, is before that, it's, it's like you could always see where the deficiencies in the games were always because of some other limitation, like some other budgetary thing or publisher thing or, you know, partnership thing to where it's like you can see where Obsidian was going with this, but you got to, you know, like, say, oh, well, they didn't have enough resources to like really do what they wanted to do. Yeah. It's cool. Did you already talk about Banner Saga 3? On- we did. A while ago? Yeah. Yeah. Just last week. It wasn't a while ago. It was just yeah. last week. Was and they hit their goal. Yeah. So, so the Anarchist 3 has already gotten 200,000. Mm-hmm. And I think 250,000, they'll get playable dredge, which looks like that'll happen pretty quick. We nice. didn't talk about the argument of uh, being a crowdfunded game, working as marketing for you, working as people being enthused about your game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good. I, honestly, I think it's a good thing. If you're that type of game that can make that money, it right. does make people more excited about your game. Yeah. Uh, and, and sure, uh, and it behooves Fig and Kickstarter and Patreon and everybody like to themselves do their own advertising. That like, hey, look who we got! You yeah, know, we got this. Everyone's talking about this new game. Well, it's coming through us. Come mm-hmm. on to Fig. Yeah. Uh, another game announcement uh, from a cool studio, Codemasters, announced this week uh, or within the last seven days. Dirt Four is happening. Yeah. This year, I think it was June. June of this year. It's yeah, like, they, hey, it's they coming keep out their soon. games under wraps. I think racing games in general are kept under wraps until they're pretty close to done. Except for Project Cars. Right. (laughs) Um, uh, So, Dirt 3, 2011. This will be the first numbered Dirt of our new generation of consoles. Yeah. Uh, Pretty cool. And, you know, we always like a short announced to release uh, thing. It's pretty cool. It's like, hey, it's for a few months. At least they announced it before they released this time. Dirt Rally just caught me off guard. I remember every that time, and I, yeah. just, I, 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 I still want to play some of it before Dirt Four comes out. But it's, it was like, yeah, they just shadow dropped. It was in early access, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then it, like in December, like when we were like hustling to get all the end of the year stuff done, and like, oh, it's out now. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? I can't review this right uh, now. I don't have the time for that. But can I? Can you answer something I'm confused by? Actually, because I thought Dirt is a rally series, so I don't understand why there'd be a rally specific one when like they're all. Well, it it goes beyond just like the specific discipline of rally. Like there's all these other like types of related sports. Um. So you know, so you you've got more like mixed stuff. You've got the Jim Connor stuff that they put into three that was really controversial. I remember that now. Yeah. Okay. Um. And uh, I forget what some of the others are called, but the, there's there's a lot of different like racing sports that are in dirt, and rally is a very more specific thing where you've got the co-driver along with you. Yeah. Giving all the directions and stuff, and so that's one of the things that they announced for Dirt Four. That's probably the most interesting slash this could be good or bad thing is they basically announced uh, a a track generator so endless rally tracks 
um, so that you you go in and and like a real rally driver, you you don't know anything except for what your co-driver is telling you. Oh, that's funny. So you could not that study the track. Amazing. Yeah. That's actually really interesting. Uh, in another life, before I wanted to be a game show host, I yeah. wanted to be a rally driver. Rally driving. Yeah. Wow. Had a WRX. So, and I think they could also address the other issue that their games have had in the past, where people are like, "These courses are just too short." Like, it, it's it's yeah, it's all about endurance. Yeah, oh, that's so, so cool. So, if you have like this thing that's like re- you know, like you can make it however long, you know, and just get on the road and go through it wow. and and see how long it takes. But you know, at the same time. As we know, any kind of procedurally generated thing is like, mm, is it really going to be that convincing? First impressions from people in the, yeah. in the UK say it is. But the thing is, even if it doesn't look right and doesn't like feel right, like I generally don't like procedurally generated things. Um, it is it is part of the practice of rally driving. And I, that's what I really like about it. it. Is in a video game, you're just like, no, I know there's a right turn here. Like I have that memorized. I think it's cool that you actually have to practice the skill. I think they also announced like uh, the voice actors for your buddies are like real life people. I think that was part of the announcement oh, okay. of Dirt Four cool. too. Uh, obviously, I don't recognize those names. I think they're a big deal. Who knows? But uh, cool, <laughs> cool for Codemasters. I really love that Codemasters is still putting out games. Ooh, uh, should we talk about uh, Leslie Benzies and his new studio? The sure. Benz? The Benz. I didn't hear about this. Oh, okay. The well, then I guess we have to. Uh, yeah, so, Jones, do you remember that when oh, yeah. uh, the Hauser emails were yeah, leaked? Yeah. And you said, I gotta have the Benz. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was on that episode with Jones. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the Benz. It felt wrong. It felt wrong to read someone else's emails that are so personal. Uh, so, uh, but Leslie Benzies did leave Rockstar and is now working on a new game. Wow. Uh, using... I forget the name of it. Lumberjack? What's the name of it? I wrote it down. Lumberyard. Uh, Lumberyard. That's, that's uh, Amazon's engine. So, okay. uh, working on a big game. Let me just read you the quote. Let me just go straight to it. And so, if you don't know who Leslie Benzie is, I was a former rock star person, but like huge. A, a producer level. Uh, Hauser's counted on him to finish and fix up Red Dead uh, Redemption and GTA V alleged and GTA Online. Savior. Yeah, yeah. legend savior is the right way to describe it, Huber. Um Okay, so uh, the working title of this new game is EVERYWHERE, all caps. And the vision is long-term with the capacity to develop and grow forever. Our goal is to create a platform where players can be entertained and also entertain others while blurring the lines between reality and a simulated world. What? what? Whoa! Benzies, what? Kojima levels. Yeah. He's like talking about sticks and ropes right Jeez. there. Yeah. You know, if Peter Molyneux's not working, you know, as hard as he used to, somebody's got to fill that spot. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know, Whoa. it's because yeah, you you leave Rockstar and you you expect like yeah, I'm working on a little game. I right. just want to like kind of make something. It's like no, I'm making the biggest game you could ever imagine. <laughs> yeah, Everything. You will be entertained and you will entertain others. Yeah, that's Forever. so crazy. To me. And it's just gonna be turn out to be a MOBA. Yeah, um, I should. Well, it'll be something online, obviously. You, yeah, yeah, you would. There you go. Uh, I should also mention that he's bringing on other former Rockstar people on board, so it's not like he's going at this alone. It's crazy though. Crazy. Uh, probably the biggest profile uh, game for Lumberyard. You know, which uh, you know we talked about it mm, at some point last year. The games that were announced. Uh, you know, they were that weird kind of adventure MOBA game and things like that where you had a ball and things like that. And yeah, none of the announcements felt huge. And this might be huge everywhere. Project Everywhere might be enormous, Project but who knows at this everywhere. point. Uh, I did think that was worth covering. I mean, Jones, are you 
you kind of laughed it off. Like, <laughs> I think even you, who loves this man's work, is yeah. kind of just like, come on, Well, man. it's not a thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like, again, it's just mulling you speak. Mm-hmm. You just kind of smile and nod and wait. <laughs> All right, see you next time. Okay, so let's do a little love and respect. Uh, Rufus is still feeling ill. He's here, uh, but he's not feeling well. He's a little under the weather, so I will uh, sing for him. But please tune in for the love and respect at the point in which you would normally do that, okay? Okay. Do, 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 um, God, what a weird podcast we have here. Um, That's nice, though. A little, a little slow, I think. It was, it was. It was the tempo right, yeah. Um, okay. So, you know, the Prove-It Ticket. I get a lot of people are just like, you know what's wrong with the Prove-It Ticket? This is wrong with the Prove-It Ticket. This is wrong with the Prove-It Ticket. I think I'm wrong with the Prove-It Ticket. I think if people don't feel spurred to use it, it means that I'm not creating enough heat in this podcast. I need you all going at each other. I got I got one I got a comment here I got a love and respect uh, comment that is like I know it's just gonna rile up Hubert. Oh my god! <laughs> I think oh I got one here that's like yeah let's let's dig into this let's get Hubert going. Hey allies, it's February and I want to talk about goatees real quick. <laughs> okay, <laughs> naturally. I believe one of the allies joked that because of how many good games came out in this first month that maybe we should hold some type of seasonal awards. That was me, actually. I think like we could easily have a goatee conversation already. Um, that's a fun idea, but it got me thinking. Will this lineup of games hold up till the end of the year? We're kind of talking about that a little earlier, too. What I mean by this is that as newer games come out, I feel that because they are fresh on the mind that they are more likely to receive the accolades. My example would be last year's Uncharted 4. I sincerely believe that if the release dates between Uncharted and Last Guardian were switched, that Uncharted would have been goatee. Not because Uncharted is better, but because it's newer. Sure, some genre-defining games like Mass Effect 2 and Hearthstone can be exceptions to what I'm saying, but I still believe that as far as gaming accolades go, newer is more likely to win. What do you think, allies? Am I crazy for thinking this? Or will Super Mario Odyssey sweep the goaties this year? As always, love and respect. Honked off, John. Huber. I was way more nervous. That's not too bad. Okay. Huber, I've heard you say these things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've heard you say these things explicitly. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I do think it's a factor. I Mm -hmm. absolutely do. Because it's just that, that hotness, that hype. Like when you finish a game in November and you're riding it and you and it's 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 on the mind, uh, you are definitely like exerting more emotion towards it versus like Uncharted that came out so long ago, moments you may have completely forgotten. Um, and the biggest thing though is that when a game comes out sooner, um, it, it's just like because of the way we operate just like have to review it have to play it i think i think it can also go the other way maybe with like if a game comes out sooner more people will have played it and that could also like be against it in a way oh like we're playing it we're over it yeah like overwatch yeah like Overwatch, like everyone. Just everyone played, played Overwatch, yeah. but everyone was just yeah. like, "Yeah, we played it." Yeah, yeah, that kind of. Thing. I, I well, can I, that. I think yeah. part of, part of it too. I, I was surprised <laughs> that Last Guardian got it because I figured like, "Oh, I'm gonna be the only one that's played this game," and mm-hmm. then maybe like one or two other people. Yeah, and so like this is not even like no one else is gonna even know whether it's 
that good or not when we when we go to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is one reason that like we're talking about next year we'll probably do the awards after the break, so everyone has. Time Last year to we check would out. definitely wait. Yeah, because yeah. like we all played so many games over break. By the way, I still believe Last Guardian would have won. <laughs> Hubert does not. Hubert insists that if we waited until uh, the new year. <laughs> Do you think Uncharted would have won? Uh, who cares? We, why, why discuss it? Uh, I guess we can talk about this question in particular. Do we think these games, these huge games that are coming out in January, Jones, do you think these will be ignored when at the end of the year? Not just by us, but by uh, the goatee populace. Uh, I, I think that's that prediction is impossible to make because I don't know the, the quality level of games later this year. Mm-hmm. I remember XCOM was one was in January of last year. Same with the Witness. And, and I, and yeah, I remember yeah. we finished and XCOM 2 at the end of January in The Witness. Yeah, and we were like, man, this year is already, you know, off of the bang. You're right. And yeah, I, you were saying that. Yeah, XCOM 2 didn't even really come up in conversation. Yeah. You were talking about Goaty's so. um um, I don't know. I didn't play XCOM 2, so I don't know if that was based on quality or if that was based on uh, the amount of time. I think I think it is a factor. I think um, it's not always going to be the biggest defining factor. I think if you still have a, a mediocre game released early in the year and a better game released later in the year, like that better game is going to get more hype. Um, uh, and and like I said, you know, you know, uh, or like you know, kind of you were, you were hinting at if a lot of people play a game early in the year, that can be a bad thing or it can be a good thing because then word of mouth, you know, gets around and you have a game like Inside that like when it launched didn't really have a ton of hype and they just kept building it and building it and building it. And That's building a very it, good point, Jones. You know, whereas yeah. like if Inside, Inside came out December second, I don't know if you know a lot of people really would have uh, fantastic mentioned point. it. Absolutely, you're completely right. So I think it yeah, depends on size, uh, depends on. Uh, the type of game it is, if it's a multiplayer game or like more single player, and I know that you know Uncharted has a, has a multiplayer thing, but I think for a lot of the fans, they were just like, "How does this end?" You know, yeah. um, especially because the moments they highlight in that game are really focused on, on, <laughs> yeah. on longtime fans. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think, don't even get me started on multiplayer right now. I want to get you started. Don't get me heated. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, don't get me started. It's amazing. On it's, Uncharted Four, not winning Goaty when zero of the allies other than me even touched multiplayer. I, a I, phenomenal! What? Wow, that's I take offense at that. That's, that's not true. <laughs> Nobody played multiplayer. <laughs> what? Like it's madness. Lo- long enough to like get you like dive in. Long enough to. Yeah, like, I didn't dive I into the multiplayer, but I did. Multiplayer than probably pretty much any other multiplayer. But did I, you? I you played a bunch of matches? Huh? You played a bunch of matches? I, I mean, I played here and there. Uh-huh. I definitely here had. <laughs> but I don't. I don't Huber, play multiplayer games one like that. I don't do this weeks at a time multiplayer thing. Yeah. How much time would Blood Earth have to play for for you to appreciate his understanding enough to of it? like know the intricacies of balance and loadouts at at least like bare minimum, <laughs> bare minimum? Because that stuff's important. That's design. That is what the best yeah. video game is all about of the year. It's a huge thing. Not just like diving in and playing. Like played a couple matches. Oh, it's fine. Like whatever. Not really my thing. But like diving into that stuff and like learn like seeing the balance, seeing how much different it is in the campaign, like, you know, Overwatch, like, I'm no expert because I've, I've, I've barely played enough Overwatch to really know how each hero works. Which is crazy because you've played a ton of Overwatch. Played a ton, but you've like, played hours and hours. That's so different because yeah. it's, like, way more, way more going on than Uncharted 4's mm-hmm. multiplayer. But still, there's a lot there that I feel like slid under the radar. Why? It's my rant. Do you think, do you think why? Because... Uncharted 4 is about its story. It's about yes, absolutely Nolan like, Jones, North. like Jones was saying, like people just want to know how it ends. You know? That's just yeah. the main the like, main yeah, reason they it. were hyped for that. Like yeah. reason number one. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's like it, it is too. It's like when you when you burn through a single player to like get to the end and the credits roll, 
you're like, all right, I'm so satisfied right now. Why yeah. do I even want to dive back in? Like, why do I want to go play multiplayer? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, that's basically what happened with uh, me with The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that, that was that was great. And and I like, <laughs> I, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm there, I'm done. And and I'd heard that Last of Us has great multiplayer, and I really? never once jumped into... Intense. Oh, it's so yeah. intense. Many, it's many allies have recommended, so different. demanded even, that I go back and play. Uh, using a bow and arrow was sick. <laughs> yep. Sniping someone across the map. And not even, dude, just being in a hallway. Yeah. <laughs> Hubert made me do some matches of Last of Us one night. Forced. We had a good time. Yes. But I can't, like, I can't take the stress of that. <laughs> it's too stressful. Uh, but like, is Ian going to bring up Neo for Game of the Year at the end of the year? Yeah. Like, yes. is Huber going to bring up RE7? Like, yes. yeah, depending on, or For Honor? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have yeah. a feeling these games are going to resurface just because of, you know, the members of our group that are yeah, championing this. Yeah, because the thing is, it, it really, I don't know, it, it, it's such a case-by-case thing because... Yeah, you're talking about XCOM 2 versus Witness, and like, Witness was probably going to be my pick until I played Last Guardian, you know? Mm-hmm. like, and, and it did make it to a lot of people's lists. Mm-hmm. And I think it stood out so well, compared to XCOM 2 being a sequel and, and just sort of improving on the formula that was already there, like, even though it was, like, super good, and then the same team bringing up Civ 6 that year, like, it's really... It's almost like people like picked one or the other mm-hmm. when it came to that, uh, which I don't. You know, it's probably not fair to, because the company put out two really great strategy games. Um, it's yeah. So I don't know. It kind of goes both ways, but I feel like in a way, something like The Witness or Inside that's pretty different stands out easier than a sequel that you know off the top of your head kind of feels like more of the same mm-hmm. even if it is like super good yeah yeah i agree with that it's funny it's a common theme and i mean yeah i can see where uncharted would suffer from that huh i see it i agree with you guys yeah oh well, i mean Still it does it, suffer from that i mean there are a lot of yeah. comments that'll say oh uncharted was just the same thing I'm like they changed a whole heck of a lot of stuff in there yeah it does not really play like the past games but yeah those <laughs> That does get to me. I just did a Ben right there. Do you know when Ben's like, uh, yeah. I can go off on something yeah, right now, but I'm yeah. not going to. Ben stops himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So me too. I'll just stop myself there. Uh, yeah, cool comments. Uh, Huber, I'm glad to get you heated every once in a while. Okay, uh, let's baited. do a game. Baited me. I don't think Honked Off John meant to bait you. Oh, you baited me. I saw that comment. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is good for Huber. Getting me riled up. Get that platform. Okay. Honked off. Uh, let's play a game. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to abbreviate this. Uh, allies, hello. First time caller, long time listener. Uh, I'm going to list five North American launch titles uh, for five home or handheld consoles. The titles will go from obscure to dead giveaways. It will be the panel's sworn obligation to guess what console these games are for. So it's kind of like that one we did with environments. I'm going to say a word and then you guess which consoles are. If nobody gets it right, well, I'm going to give you another game that came out on that console. And then you make another guess. If nobody gets it, we, we keep going. Presumably okay. at five, you're going to know which console we're talking about here. Uh, anyway, enough with the formalities. Launch titles. Uh, yep, launch titles even. Okay. I just want to say I love what you all do and appreciate your jolly vibes, and I hope all the success for your future selves, love, respect, and content experiences. The actor, Wesley Snipes. Thank you, Wesley Snipes. Okay, here we go. ESPN International Track and Field. Any guesses? Okay. Just shout it out if you got one. Eternal Ring. Oh, my. 
<laughs> oh, that's the PC. Yeah. Sounds like Saturn. Wild, mm. wild racing. All right, I think this next one's going to give away. I thought this would be easy. And Saturn? Not, not Saturn? Going. Time splitters. PlayStation 2. PlayStation oh, Bloodworth got it yeah, first. Damn. Nice, Blood. Time splitters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought that one. Went. Okay. Mm, this one, I think, is easy right from the start. We'll see if you all get it. Funky Barn. Funky Barn. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right, we're going to keep going then. Ben 10 Omniverse. Game, Game Boy Advance? Nope. Oh, this next one. Tank, tank, tank. Were you? Yes. Bloodworth, two points. Bloodworth. You don't remember Funky Barn? That was like, let's make fun of the Wii U because one of its launch titles is Funky Barn. No. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that I was... do remember Tank, tank, tank. Wow, yeah, yeah. Funky Barn and now Milk? Whoa. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> Nintendo, grow up. Foreshadowing, dude. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh boy, this is okay. Now we're getting serious. Here we go. All right. Space panic. Ken Austin's blackjack slash poker. All right, this is gonna date us. PSP. Here we go. Burger time. Oh my. Now we know what era we're talking about. Turbo. Saturn. We had Burger Time. Like it's like NES era. Is it the NES? No. No. Atari 5600? Venture. Oh my. It's our final game. Master uh, System? Like, 5200. I think earlier it's ColecoVision. ColecoVision. Wow. Yeah, wow. that was a hard one. I, I thought Burger Time would have been after that. That wouldn't have been yeah. my first Vision consoles to, to, to yeah. name, but... Okay, here we go. Well. Oh, this is a fun one. We'll get there eventually with this one. Sherlock Holmes, consulting detective. Okay. Dreamcat. <laughs> don't be. Don't take back guesses. Okay. Shout them out there. Soul feasts. Marky Mark, make my video. PlayStation One. Mm-mm. Sewer shark. Oh, Sega CD. Yes, yeah. Jones. Nice. Should have known. Make my video CD. Marky Mark. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was the giveaway. Got one. Okay, no. here this we go. Good. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Game Boy Advance? No, good though. Uh, Super Monkey Ball. GameCube. No. Good though. I think, I think you're right. Yeah, that was... Huh. Puzzle Bobble VS. Or Versus, maybe? Perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Very few people say VS. Oh, they were both capitalized. Poyo Pop. Nintendo DS. Yeah. Sonic N. Game Gear? The N is a big hint. Engage. Yes! Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. How yeah. fun is that? Dude, I remember E3 when they talked about the Engage and like all the journalists coming out. Was like, this is not a thing. Oh, yeah. They would make fun uh, of side talk. There was, like there was yeah. some... Uh, I never want to make I never want to make fun of people's dialects or the way they speak from other parts of the world. Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember there was a demo of the Engage and they, they were pimping. It was like a fighting game called like Prey or something. It was like when they were like fight, fight or something. And... Uh, the guy that was demoing it at GT uh, kept saying Bluetooth. He's like, Bluetooth. And every time I see Bluetooth, I just forever, I will always hear nice. Bluetooth. <laughs> Bluetooth? Love that. 
Um, you want to do a sweet one? That was a deep cut. Oh, I love that game. That's a fun game. I love games that are structured. Oh, Stephen engaged for the last. Oh yeah, well done. Like there's, I've masterfully constructed. I know I wouldn't have done that. Even if you say Sonic N, I'm like, well, I don't know what your name is, Kyle. Sonic N. Sonic An N. exclusive N-Gage Sonic game. <laughs> and so I have to assume... That's why we're never going to do a Sonic retrospective. Like, yeah. I can't, you know, can't track yeah. that. I have to assume Venture is like some trademark ColecoVision game. Like, oh, everyone of the ColecoVision had Venture. You know? Clearly we don't know it. <laughs> Feel bad. Okay. And that's like, which sweet one do I pick? I, I Basically, I like print out like... Jones, I feel yeah. bad because you're printing them out. I pull right. like 12 questions every week. Feel bad. I, all right, Jones, I'll try to narrow it down before I start. Because the thing is, I like to feel the vibes. I like to see how we're doing. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Feel the vibes. Feel um, it out. Okay, that one's pretty unique. Let's do that one. Oh. I get touched. I get touched by some of these comments. Uh, okay. Um, what? Ugh. You just you made an exasperated being touched noise. Like... Ugh. We could do this one right here. Uh. We could do like ten minutes of just like oh, this, this one. This here. one touched me. This one touched me. <laughs> I get touched by comments. Okay. Uh, okay, we'll do that one and then another one. Nice. I don't want to be too sappy. Okay, here we go. Uh, hey, allies. For this week's love and respect, my topic does not relate to games, but rather the concept of love and respect itself. Oh, here we go. Last week, I went to see a punk band called Anti Flag in Whoa. concert. Throwback. Yeah. Dude. At the show, I found a bunch of things I expected to see, like Mohawks, angry anti-establishment lyrics, and a rough mosh pit. But I also saw something I didn't expect. The biggest and most beautiful display of love and respect I've ever seen. Whoa. The front man of the band started the show by yelling, if, any, if someone falls, we pick them back up. Over and over and over. And many times over the course of the show, someone on that dance floor fell over. And every single time, everyone in a 10-foot radius completely stopped what they were doing to protect that person and help them up. Love it. That whole night was about good vibes, respecting one another, and making friends. At one point, the singer literally told everyone to shake the hand of the other person to their left and the right. Wow. Yeah. Because. I mean, I've been to a lot of punk rock shows where they've done this kind of thing, but. Well, wow. blood. Yeah, well, there's All a right, story. We'll get, we'll get into this, blood. Uh, because, in uh, quotation marks, punk rock isn't about record labels or t-shirts or crazy hair. It's about the love and relationships that happen at these shows. And everyone was totally into it and did shake hands. I thought you guys might appreciate my anecdote. And I was wondering if any of you have experienced notable examples of love and respect in your everyday lives. Thanks, Tom. Blood, what weird shows are you into? Like, they're the same like this? Yeah, I mean... Project 86 is the one that comes to mind the most because I, I just went to their 20th anniversary concert a couple what months is ago. I don't know what Project 86 is. Yeah, you know, punk, yeah, hardcore. Punk? Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I mean, they're, they're in that scene. I loved I loved this letter because it's it's something that I didn't like imagine before. Do you know what I mean? And it's cool. These pictures are all these pieces like a blur of hair and sweat and leather and just craziness. Yeah. And there's blood right in the middle. Just, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like two feet over everybody. Just, okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. Taking it in. Yeah, and so the thing is, another now, punk show, like, another... since I started wearing glasses, like I don't really get into mosh pit or anything, but yeah. But when he didn't have glasses, <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you? Worth revealed. I'm so glad this one came up now. <laughs> Extensive uh, punk concert oh, experience. Oh, the moshing days are yeah, over. Yeah, the right. Mosh pit enabled Bloodworth. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, especially uh, like high school, right after high school. Yeah. Of, yeah. 
punk and hardcore and the, metal shows and wow the picking up hardcore, yeah, the picking up is like commonplace but the handshakes yeah tell me about the good vibes awesome. of a punk co- concert that's cool blood. yeah tell but me I about mean, that it's like you know i mean i was in the scene where it's like you know the the christian underground scene but still like a lot of those guys toured with other bands and in and had good relations with them and you know it kind of kind of carried over that's cool I really appreciate it. Supertones, yeah. NXPX, Dave Zaker. Yeah. Um, well, to answer the question, they were wasn't specifically about concerts. Oh, right. Wondering, like, what is our... For me, like, my favorite love and respect moments are just really tiny things. You know, like, like uh, somebody dropping something. You know, like somebody uh, at the airport and, like, ah, their wheel's broken on their luggage and falls over and some person just, hey, let me help you with that. You know, sure. it's like, that's amazing. Like, that seems like a small thing, but that's it's really huge. Somebody letting me leave like a parking lot stopping and letting me go when i'm in a car sure they're in a car mm-hmm. when they stop and they yeah love it i guess the closest <laughs> i would do is um something that was really weird for me uh coming out of college where like a lot of my, my jokes i think were like negative and um like dark i was like i'm a, I like to write dark jokes because I'm like depressed, dude. So it's like, can you write me a dark joke for next week? (laughs) Write you a dark joke? I want, I want you to write one dark joke. No, that's a that's a lost bet though, right there. Like, like, like. uh, I want to hear Bossman's like dark comedy special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Like the Bob Saget version of a Kyle Bossman stand-up. You made me do original stuff. (laughs) It's like Kyle, I'm gonna make you do your stuff from college. Dark, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um. So going into improv was weird because improv is about love and respect. It's completely different from stand-up. And it's weird like going into these classes where it's like, okay, we're just going to wander around a circle and now just like be an animal. And at first I was like, this is dumb. Mm. I'm too cool for this. Yep. And you, they wear that down on you. you. You lose that and because you're all being stupid, dumb people. And you learn to love being a dumb person. That's basically where I learned to love my dumbness. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, I would say like improv is weirdly supportive, weirdly about love and respect. Cool. Uh, and a lot of that, I, I can see that similarity there. Um, it's cool. Uh, <clears throat> but I like that you brought up driving Huber. Cause yeah. that like, if I did not, you know, spend every hour of, of every day, you know, throughout the weeks and months and, uh, of the year producing content about video games, uh, I would love to have a channel about driving about like, how to not be an ass when you're behind the wheel of the car. Like there's just, I have so many opinions, like the way like bikes or, you know, in LA, like you oh, know, gosh, people on right. bicycles on sidewalks going the wrong direction, no helmet. You're like, ah, but like, it amazes me like classic example. Like, uh, there's a, there's a turn in my neighborhood where, um, the streets wide enough that cars can fit on the side, but there's no lanes. But of course everybody goes on the right. And so you have, a person on the on the intersection that can either take a left turn or go straight, but nobody turns on their turn signal. So I'm pulling up behind the car. I'm like, I don't know where you're going. Are you turning left? Are you going straight? I don't know. And then you have the space to the right. And for me, the ultimate love and respect is that uh, the, what you should do is don't go to the right because there might be a person who wants to make a right turn and they yeah. can because the lane's open and they can do whatever. But the jerk, the person who does not practice love and respect, <laughs> ha- takes that space and goes straight. It's like, I don't care where the person on my left is going. I'm going straight. I'm just going like... You know, nudge, nudge, nudge. I have this. I have this no, concept. Johns, I refuse to let this nice love and respect conversation turn into traffic rants. I have a theory that okay. if everybody in life could wear a mask, they would treat other people the same way they treat them while they drive. 
So if if, if if my identity cannot Jeez. be recognized by a person, I don't I don't care about that person. Like if my identity is masked, I will walk up to you in the ATM line and push you out of the way and use the ATM. Oh god. Because why not? This is dark you, you don't do that because there's no retaliation. You know, it's like in a car, I can cut you off and doesn't matter. My window's rolled up. I got the radio on. I don't hear you screaming at me. Yeah, it's the internet. Right. Yeah. And so it was like in person, like no way I would do that because I, I might infl- you might inflict bodily harm on me. So it's like you just, I'm just saying when you're driving, it's a good opportunity to recognize those little tiny moments of love and respect. To just take just <laughs> just, just, just slow down, take a break. Just like, <laughs> yeah. But like I Jones, the thing is, it hurts because it's like kind of true. I was driving home last night at a friend of mine's house, and a guy between a parked car and another car just, I mean, like, I'm amazed there wasn't a car accident. And yeah. 30 seconds later, I'm right next to him at an intersection. I'm like, dude, what did you, what was yeah. that? Like, what, yeah. did, what did you gain, dude? I'm here. You're like, ugh. Uh, all right, let's, um, let's do a quick one. This one, yeah, this is good. This is, uh, promotional. Uh, hello, Alice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Win-win. Hey, Alice, uh, anything big planned for the first anniversary coming soon? Love and respect, Mylene La Perry, Vanessa. 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 Lock it in. Hey, any, do we have anything prepared? Anything is coming up for that one year anniversary? A little bit. I don't know that we'd say prepared, but it's coming. Okay. <laughs> Nothing too big or anything? I will, I'll, I'll say this. Huh. The Easy Allies are going to put on a show. At the at PSX, too much. at PSX, we had a meet and greet. Uh-huh. You came, we were there. Yeah. You were there, we were there. Yeah. Stuff was there. We all hung out and had a great time. Yeah. This will be more than that. This will be a little more established. This will be a performance. Um, of sorts. I like Easy Highs when they talk about video games. I don't. They're probably not good at performing. I don't think that that'd be something I'd be. There's only one way to find out for real. <laughs> we won't know. They won't know. Yeah. Nobody's gonna know. Yeah. Until March 21st. Um, Whether that's a true statement or not. Cool. I like that. That's a good tease. Uh, man, there's some fun. There was somebody who uh, was talking up iKeyless and like used it and was like, yeah, it was actually completely practical in my life. Thank nice. you. Yeah. Cool. Thank you, iKeyless. And then was, I don't, I was like, a, I felt bad plucking it because it's like talking about how great sponsorships are. And it was just like a little too much for me to be like reading that. Like, yeah, sponsorships are great. They help you. They help us. They help everyone. It's like, hey, you know what? Yeah. And Thank you. Thank you, everybody who wrote in this week uh, with your love and respect submissions. It is now, however, time for bets. Bets. All right. uh, Next week's bet. Neo releases Tuesday. I'm going to look at the top 10 most recent reviews on OpenCritic.com for Neo. How many times will I count the word souls? Jones, how many souls? I'm going low. I'm nervous about this, but I'm going low. Nine. <laughs> I, I think that one of those is not going to do it. That's, that's not low. But I think, yeah, nine out of ten. <laughs> nine out of ten is not low. For sure, it's... yeah. All right, blood. I think it is. Um, I'm going pretty high. I'm going 23. Yeah. Whoa! Yeah, okay. Okay, okay so maybe you did go low. All right. Yeah, now we're talking. Okay. Hero, what's okay. up? I've been watching a lot of uh, Black Sails. What is this? <laughs> Ten. Ooh, nice. Sneaking uh, in under Huber. Spot. Ooh, Huber. Give me, give me like a twelve I, or something. No, oh. sorry, we're on the same page. Oh. I also said ten. Tied. Tied. All right, well, let me Brandon lock this. I got the low Mine's end cooler, locked up. Mine's cooler. So if it's like it in the, if it's in like the low if it's in the low teens, that's a win for both teams. Jones, you might consider using the poison thumb. Using a poison Ooh. thumb on Bloodworth guarantees us points next week. Poison thumb. 
it's not going to get, you're not going to have a lot of better opportunities than this. Yeah. All right. I'll invoke it. You're going to use poison thumb blood sure. right now? Oh. Poison <laughs> All right. You surprised. You should That's use one, that. Okay, I'll do time. it. You're going to do it? <laughs> I say you should, every week I say you should use the prove it ticket and nobody's like, ah, But that's I'm a practical, that's a practical. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to need you to take out your thumb and say, I poison blood's bet. I poison blood's bet. <laughs> okay. This ain't right. <laughs> That's what we get for the But I'm done. It's over. I can't, I can't yeah, do that yeah, again. Yeah. It's a one time. Yeah, it's oh one time. And I don't feel good about it. Oh. It's a one time deal. God. Huber's going to mutter poison thumb under his breath come December when, oh. when the Red Eagles are victorious again. <laughs> poison thumb. Poison thumb. February. I mean, there's no way it's 23, but it's just like, we, this way we can lock it down. We can guarantee points. I think it could very easily be 23. Yeah, soul, soul, somebody soul, could soul, make, soul, Somebody soul, that could be their review is right. literally like the comparison. But uh, what? if it's 10 or more... And we both get a point? Yeah. And the poison thumb is wasted. No, we'll both get a point. Okay. There's no way we'll lose. We'll, we won't gain traction. That's true. If it, if it had been yeah, yeah. closer to 23, then... Yeah. Okay. We'd get yeah. zero points. Let me lock All those right. in, by the way. So we won. Okay. Small. Small count next week. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Eight yeah, mentions. Yeah. Perfect. Which is nice. Yeah. You don't have we'll to mention on. souls in that review. You don't right. have to do it. You could get through this review without doing it. Not uh, happen. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. I don't know if I could write that review without the word souls. I have a side bet. Hmm. Lovely, lovely side bet. A lovely, lovely one. <laughs> okay. Will Ben Moore's review of Neo? I don't. Use no, the no, no, word. no. That's dirty deed. Okay. That's a yeah, dirty deed. Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah. lovely, lovely. That's the opposite. That's, <laughs> That's dirty, dirty. dirty. No sticks. But <laughs> do you dirty, think dirty. Ben no. will say souls? Huber, I refuse to answer that question. I don't think so. Stop it. I won't allow betting on our own reviews. I'm not betting. I'm not betting. There's no bet. There's no bet. Oh, my God. Having read a lot of Ben's Stop that. Oh, my God. Stop this. Um, So, last week's bet was on Digimon World Next Order, which released uh, today. Today is the release date of Digimon World Next Order. This is fun. This is one of those where we get to see the results live. Jones, don't you cheat. Blood's already peaking. What, cheating? Well, I mean, you know, we got. I need like to build suspense, Jones. Okay. You already know the answer right I'm now. Spit it out. Oh yeah. my gosh! All right, so know the answer. yeah, how how many views uh, will the launch trailer have at this point from the Bandai Namco official YouTube channel? Uh, at this point, last week there was not a uh, a trailer posted yet, so we had no idea. Uh, Jones, you said two thousand. Damiani said forty five thousand. Brad said fifty thousand. I said thirty one thousand two hundred seventy. Jones. How many views are there on the uh, release trailer, if there is a release trailer? 16,899. I think that is a... Jones win? uh, See, so Jones is 14 off. Yep. And I'm like 14 off. We're really actually going to have to figure that out. Because I'm 31. Yeah, but... And you just refreshed, or... Yeah. Oh, I didn't know, actually. I did not just refresh. 22,937. Oh, hey. <laughs> there we go. Wait, hold on. Over, over 4,000 in the process of this podcast. Of recording this podcast. Yep. Oh, it's good. Hey. Hit refresh. Hit refresh. Thank you, bloody. You got refresh I mean, for the win. Same team, though. Same team. I don't know why I'm so excited but about I like, that. But I like the classic blood way. He's like, I'm assuming, of course, you refreshed. Right yeah. before you look at that. <laughs> That's blood, baby. Uh, okay. So that brings the total of purple platypie one. <laughs> Red Eagles 3 <laughs> But That poison thumb is gone It is We've lost our poison thumb uh, Let's three talk about 3-1 already? Yeah 3-1 already 
And the poison thumb. I mean, we're not gonna, we're not losing points next week. But the poison thumb is old news now. Yeah. You know what the new news is? What's the new news? Prove it ticket level four. No, it's not leveling up. It maxes out at three. Oh, okay. so that's news. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Level cap. Well, there we, well, there we yeah, go. Yeah, I'm not playing your game, Jones. All right. It maxes out at three. <laughs> well, I'm playing your game. You came up with the prove it ticket. <laughs> new season. What? An expansion has been released. The level cap has been raised. What? It should yeah. be able to go to four or five even. <laughs> okay. Pro- prove it DLC. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Uh, lots of people tell me what level four should be. I'm not going to accept any of them. Even yeah, if it's a great idea, I got to make my own. Yeah. That's but how I, this works. I just want to point out, I don't know if people can see this at home. I like how prove it is generally like an antagonistic thing. You know, yeah. it's like you, you want to divide us. You want yeah. us to fight against each other, get the heat going. I do, yeah. But I, I love how just peaceful. It is very Prove peaceful. it. It's like be seated or something. Thing, you it's know, it's like, yellow, it's yeah. like, it's like, this is where I get my towels at the, you know, if I'm going to like a spa or something the like that before I go in the jacuzzi, I, like, oh, prove it. Oh, nice. yeah. The lowercase I really brings it home for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Oh my gosh. No one's ever going to use that. Let's talk about easy allies. Let's talk about patreon.com slash easy allies. In fact, uh, because we did, we talked about, I'm, I'm lo- loving this rule. Uh, every podcast is somebody's first podcast. Great. Yeah. 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 So this is somebody, thank you for listening to us this first time. You, Welcome. Um, if you're a returning person. Thanks for returning to listen to this end of the podcast. I assume you get sick of it at some point and you said, okay, I listened to all the video game talk. This is where they start talking about Patreon. I'm out. See ya. I don't care what you're promoting at the end of the podcast, Kyle, uh, with your points. Um, all right. What am I doing? So let's talk about what Easy Allies is. John, save me, bud. <laughs> Easy Allies is great. Yeah. We're coming up on uh, the end of our first year of operation. Uh, March 21st will be uh, our one year anniversary. And, uh, uh, the, the the thing that blows my mind that I, that actually I've seen other groups that come up with a, a scripted explanation for what they do that like when they get to this point they'll have like a script and they read that thing every time that makes sense but it's st- like you know week after week it still blows my mind to actually like stop and think and define what this is you know because, what do we stream tonight uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on January thirty first. What, did we, what, what did we stream? We had a t- live stream this, on Twitch. Yeah, this evening we played Mario and Sonic at the Rio Olympic Games mm-hmm. for about twenty five uh, minutes. That was selected yeah. by our patrons. It was yep. voted on. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that tied with uh, Digimon, Digimon New Order. Yeah, uh, and uh, so so they got to select that. Uh, we opened the largest amount of cardboard boxes I have ever opened in my entire life and received presents. Obviously, Huber got the most of them, but uh, from, yeah, just an incredible um, uh, uh, warm and loving fan base that just gives us amazing, you know, snacks and treats from all over the world. Uh, I love reading those notes and seeing like Switzerland and Poland and, mm-hmm. and just, you know, other places come up like, yes, I want to eat the crazy food that you eat. Yes. Yeah. I don't care if it's good or not. Get it in my face. Yeah. Um, and not always great, but it's just and, fun right. to see what it is. Yeah. And we uh, uh, premiered uh, six dioramas that our team produced uh, following the uh, betting special for the Switch uh, 2017 announcement presentation. Um, uh, Mr. Coldblooded here won the, uh, the, the betting special. And came up with the term Dino Crisis that was the theme of the dioramas that we were to build. And uh, not only do we all build dioramas, we all build totally different dioramas. You know, different materials, different themes, different jokes. Um, I'm am sorry. I confusing you? I'm sorry. Yeah, where, listen, where did I lose you, Kyle? So I listen to a lot of video game podcasts. Right. I, I know a lot of the, the scene around there. Uh, nobody talks about dioramas. Right. <laughs> what it, do you mean like what people make in middle school? Yes. A diorama is a scene typically placed uh, in a, a shoot box tilted on its side. So you're kind of looking into a, into a window into another world. Okay. I'm a listener of this podcast. I don't, are you middle schoolers? Are you children? In a way. 
Uh, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what we strive for. Yep. Uh, I, I somebody very recently, I keep coming back to this, compared us to '90s gaming journalism. Sure. And I want to stick to that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds great. Yeah. If that's a goal that we can strive for. We made a bunch of dioramas. That's but so the thing dumb. is, like, so like, fun. And when we were so in game good. trailers, we were yep. constantly thinking about, you know, what can we do that'll be successful? What can we do that'll really earn? What can we do that will that will be better than our competition? How can we beat them? Yeah. And like nobody beats anybody with dioramas. Like that's not something we're, <laughs> we're not like, getting the edge there. You know what I mean? It's not like you solved it. You know, it's like we really just genuinely had a fun time and really appreciated the work that the you know the other people in our group produced. And so having that be your job. You know, having having to show up and you know having like Ian show up with this thing and be like, "This is really fragile. Where can I put this?" Like, okay, and I put it in and like mm-hmm. I like put it in the you know like in the, one of the rooms in the house. I'm like, I don't want to look at it yet. Like, save it. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're right. We were excited to see each That's other's my job. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's That's it's fun. it's it's crazy and yeah. it's uh um it's crazy to you know have this job that you get excited about. Your audience gets excited that you're excited. You get excited because your audience is excited. It's like, where does that end? This 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 loop of just amazingness. <laughs> Loop uh, of excitement. Yeah, it's just uh, I don't want I don't want this train to ever dock in the station. I want to just keep chugging along. Mm-hmm. So thank you, f- thank you, patrons, for keeping this train going. Uh, and if you would like to support us uh, uh, in any way, big or small, Patreon.com/slash/EasyAllies. Uh, if you if you just donate a buck, you get uh, you get something else new. What's what was our new? There was a new was with it for the anime podcast or something. I don't, I don't think, think we're allowed to announce it. Yeah. Brad, like, yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Brad hinted, but we don't know what Brad is. So, yeah, there There's might be some kind of exclusive <laughs> you can get only if you're a patron. Yeah, uh, you also get Cup of Jones, which is a show I do two times a month if I'm lucky. Me um, and Ian sent out our uh, fan mail. Oh uh, man, finish. I'm finishing January without doing a Cup of Jones. Oh my god. Yeah, oh. two times a month. What is that about? <sighs> What's that? What am I getting for a dollar then if I don't get those Cup of Jones ones a month? Uh, you get um. By the way, Cup of Joneses. You get like the old Cup of Joneses. Yeah, yeah, there's like, like there's like there's like twenty of those that I've made. So long. Uh, but if you uh, <laughs> if you donate five dollars or more, you get the podcast early. You get it mm-hmm. on Wednesdays instead of Fridays, and yeah. you get to submit questions for love and respect. Sure, like you saw yeah. us answer. Uh, because I won the bet this week. Uh, John's great bet though. I mean, we were we had the same state of mind there, you know. Yeah. I gotta respect you as a my teammate. Thank you. It's great, great bet. Uh, I get the right and responsibility to share my Twitter name, promote any Easy Eyes video I choose, get the final word on anything I've uh, disagreed with or want to reiterate, and I want to sign off with my trademark sign off. So uh, my Twitter handle is at Kyle Bossman. Uh, still, I'm not doing my crunches. I really got to get back on that horse. Dude, yeah, what the heck? There's all these gaps between your tweets. Crunches? Do you know what? Uh, crun- like doing Twitter is like doing your crunches. It's just work you got to do. And the more you like do sit-ups. it, yeah, the more it's easier to do. It's just so hard to tweet right now. Like you are just such like anything you tweet is not important because of the important things that people are tweeting. I get anxiety about right. it. Oh my just God. Think about, think about some it's game. our job to be that unimportant. I mean, Kyle. the thing is, as, yeah. as we were talking about with their audience, <laughs> to forge like, fearlessly into the realm of unimportant. Honestly, like a lot of people <laughs> like being able to get away from the rest exactly. of that stuff. Yeah. I know. There's I know. No better time than to play video games right now. Hop in. I could easily make a counter argument that there's no better time to stop playing video games. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, oh well, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Not touching it. Uh, okay, Kyle, find yourself. Uh, the the Easy Eyes video I'd like to promote. Look, there's an event happening. We what did we talk about a, a silly stream we had this Tuesday. Yeah, pretty cool. Next Tuesday on Twitch.tv/EasyAllies at 6 p.m. Pacific time. We're doing group stream night. We always do group stream night. This will be a group stream night. Unlike any other group stream night, because in this group stream night, we oh. are debuting a new episode of Don's Discount Gaming. Yes. I don't know. I don't even know that. What do you mean Don's Discount Gaming? Is that what is that? That is 
Three of my favorite words. This is a well-produced show. Yeah. This is a well-produced Easy Allies show that Don makes because he wanted, he feels like it. It's not part of any of our stretch goals. It's not part of any obligations. Don just has really good ideas of stories he wants to tell about video games he loves. It could easily be on Discovery Channel or Travel Channel as a syndicated cable show. Don's Discount Gaming, Mm-mm. weekdays at 5 They can't yeah. have it. They can't have it. Because it's more <laughs> unique than that. Do with it. It's more unique than that. It's a higher quality because it's, it's got this weird surreal level to it that I love too. <laughs> Just some guy living in a tiny door. Like I love, oh, it's so good. Don's Discount Gaming is very, very good. It's coming back next week. You can watch it live with everyone else for the first time ever. Us too. Next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific time on twitch.tv slash easy allies. But after that point, it'll be up on our YouTube page at youtube.com slash That makes me so happy. I have a tournament prize worthy of Don's discount game. Oh, yeah. So I should say it's not just happening next week. Every Tuesday of February, we're debuting a Don video. Pretty cool. I'm excited about that. And I kind of want to do more things like that into the new year is making an event out of uh, group stream nights and finding new ways to do cool things, uh, which we did tonight. I feel like that was cool. Okay. Uh, anything? Final word? Final word. Prove it ticket rules. I'm so sick of people getting the privilege of the prove it ticket. Blood looked at Huber and said, Huber, I've played a bunch of Uncharted and you didn't even throw him the prove it ticket. Yeah. You looked at him, you had a disagreement. Huber said, no, you didn't. You didn't play enough yeah. blood, and then you just let it slide. I would have had blood prove it. The prove, <laughs> prove it ticket it, is so good. Yeah, the prove it ticket is so good. It just uh, bums me out. Bums me out that people just like to hang on to it. <laughs> what do we call it? What did Ryan Stevens say? Analysis paralysis? Yeah, it's just like it's Maybe. like it's like Maybe an item in it. an RPG that nobody wants to use. Like, ah, I better save my potions. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> Okay, um, and then I'm going to sign off with my trademark sign-off, which is, of course, tomorrow is forever all ours. 